0: Hey there, word moguls, media buyers, and marketing people. I hope you're having a fantastic day. In this video, I'm gonna show you a quick sample of uh, keywords that I'm ranking for today, just to kind of show you what these page one results are from doing the kind of SEO and brand journalism and article writing that I talk about all the time. Just a a quicky, quick sample here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to give you a incognito browser page right here, okay, so incognito, that's the only way to check your SERPs, search engine results page, see what's on page one. So I have a list right here, (laughs) so you don't have to to watch anymore. No, so I have a list here, and uh, this is like maybe a fraction of what I'm ranking for, and what I have right here is page one, Google results, past and current client work, NLP included, so, natural language processing. So th- that's how uh, Google uses synonyms for keywords that you wanna rank for. So you can rank for certain keywords without even trying to because it's related to, synonymous to the keyword that you set out to rank for. For example, swing trading career. So let's put it in the, the thing here. And I've got number one. Okay, I took a couple years off of swing trade that is my article that is me peyton okay so number one with that and then because of nlp if you put in review i'm also getting that as well number three on page one and you know it's page one because when you scroll down to the bottom well, besides being on page one you can scroll down and see that it's the one here so i'm not trying to fool anybody okay so this is a past client and his name is johnny bradley and he's the number one fba amazon fba guy in the uk and you can see that i have number eight with him okay number eight so that is my article i published in the ascent and the pattern here is that these first ones are done in medium.com because i'm using them for their domain authority okay anybody can publish on medium until people kind of figure this out they should start publishing on medium i even use it got published in the ascent which has a pretty good um uh, subscriber rate and i even put branded content disclosure i even put that on there which kind of shows that it's sponsored content it's paid content and they still published it which is fantastic some people have got Done snaky stuff and put that on after it got published by them but no worries uh, i i got uh, i got him the article on there anyways and it sends them massive traffic and because of that he also ranks for this is desirable too so you kind of have to know his name for the first one but if you didn't you could put look for anybody amazon fba Uh, UK expert, so you're looking for somebody in UK. And it's number four here, same article, number four, published in 2019. So these rankings have sustained over years. So if that was your question, yes, my rankings stay often. They often do, not all of them. Okay, so SMMA, and it doesn't have to be capped, it could be lowercase, it doesn't matter with Google, but SMMA stands for Social Media Marketing Agency. So I decided to get in that industry because I had an agency, and i helped to rank a friend of mine a past client of mine his site and so the five components of like, oh so that is not my friend that is another client he's the arch nemesis of my client so both of these people are clients i decided to do work with this guy um, and i put the branded content disclosure his name is jordan Platten. not bad he's really good mates with uh, Johnny, Johnny Bradley, the first guy I talked about. Um, Yeah, uh, he's enemies with um, uh, this guy right here. So SMMA opportunity. And this guy happens to be one of my favorite clients. And his name is Iman Godsey. And he's the reason why I got into the SMA niche and the content marketing. So I wrote this article pro bono. You kind of know the story if you stuck around because I've talked about it a lot, but this is the first article I ever did on SMMA, and I thought, oh, this is an industry, a niche that I want to specialize in and rank for. Now, SMMA, here's the thing: keyword score-wise, it's low. It's, I mean, it it should probably say like moderate, medium, or easy to rank for. But those who know it in the industry, it is a highly valuable keyword. So I wouldn't necessarily go off the volume, but if someone's Googling SMMA, they they're a highly targeted person and they kind of know what they want, but it's completely not a common term. I and mean, there's a company called SMMA, but um, y- you know, it was highly desirable for that person. Okay, uh, so let's look at um, so that's Iman. I wrote an article about some of his students, and that ranks page one how SMMA succeed, why gender doesn't matter. And so that is this guy right here, that's me. And then, and that's ranked for years as well. And then uh, for just the general term SMMA, and it doesn't need to be in caps, there's a company called SMMA. And then you've got my article down here at number five it used to be number three but look when it was written 2018 and it has stuck ever since so for yaman ghazi uh, my first client in this arena that is a highly desirable keyword and then he has all the keyword phrases around it so he's associated with the term he made his millions with the term and i and a small fraction of his success SEO wise because he ranks for it. So best SMA course, that is, if you're a client and you have a course on SMA, this is definitely a buyer keyword phrase that you want to rank for. Well, guess who ranks for that? He's got the number four spot right here. So I wrote about his his uh, his site, there's my name right here, Peyton, and I got it. Okay, here's another phrase is highly desirable if you sell a course and your whole business is about an SMMA course. So I've got position number two. That's the exact same article, okay? And then it looks like somebody pinned it on Pinterest. Okay, so I have that. So he is very happy with me because I have sent him thousands and thousands of links. You go to my my bit.ly here. Um, Let's see, let me just log in so if you look at like smma yeah so i've sent his th- his thing his landing page like 1500 plus the article got 1500 i mean it's just if i put an iman because they track all the the hits yeah so i've sent up to this youtube channel 1600 to his uh, go Grow your agency course, uh, just tons of re- results here, and roll out like thousands of thousands of thousands. So if that page converts at like five ten percent, you know I'm responsible for probably tens of thousands of dollars in sales, direct sales. Cannot prove it, but I'm just writing top of funnel content. I'm just trying to get him ranked for the term, and then if his funnel is good and his landing page is good and he's he providing value. He'll convert that top of funnel lead to a sale, but a lot of these go directly to the landing page. So you can surmise that that's worth thousands of thousands of dollars directly because of my article. And he had said that to me. He had said, "Yeah, you've brought in thousands of dollars of sales because we tracked it all." So I don't normally go straight to a landing page because there is a customer journey and it does require nurturing and all that. But in some cases you can go straight and um i don't recommend it but that could result in cash I, i'll never tell a client i'll write an article and that will be you know i'll give you thirty thousand dollars worth of sales because of that article that's just too much for an article i mean that's yeah that would be the most brilliant plan on the on planet earth you know marketing platforms work for a reason. It's because that, that sales funnel is a lot longer. Um, so here's some other great phrases that he ranks for. So SMMA riches, he is number one. Okay. That is my article right there. The one I just showed about the lucrative underground world of SMM, which I really like, by the way, that's brand journalism a bit there. So, and then uh, he ranks for S- SMM riches and SMM niches. Different article, different article, but I mentioned his company in that. Okay, so this because of NLP, it ranks for several other keyword phrases that I didn't even plan on, to be honest. So I have this one, and then you know, best SMA niches, boom, right there. It's number one. So a lot of number ones. Here's something you definitely want to rank for SMA success boom that's jordan Platton, his arch nemesis i don't know maybe they're friends now i wish they were Um, i kind of got in between their fight their beef there's like all these apology videos out there and whatnot and jordan made a video where he burned iman's logo at the end he had this metal logo of a whale and that was iman's symbol his logo for his company and he's basically declaring war it was all very immature but (laughs) there's some dirty little secrets in sma smma Uh, here's another one unsaturated smma niches a lot of people will google this that they're into it and guess who's number one this guy right here so that's that's the same article and an untapped underserved all those are nlp okay natural language process uh, processing so it is the same it's a synonym So I get to rank for those two, and so I just open up the pool of getting more people to see that article based on what they're typing in. Uh, SMMA sales skill, that's something that a lot of people want to learn about, so that is the key to social media. The sales aspect, so five components to guarantee SMMA success, so that is Jordan, the article I did for Jordan Platten, okay? Which Iman is not happy about, and I told him I'd never do it again, so. Iman's my only SMM client, so you can go after Jordan if you want. Okay, uh, SMM Philanthropy, so that is a article that I wrote. It's probably one of my favorite articles, and it, it, it's true brand journalism. It doesn't shamelessly talk about how great this guy's agency is, although I say his name a little bit too much. It talks about how he gives away all this money to f- uh, create these schools in Nepal, so he's very philanthropic. Um, I don't think a lot of people are Googling this phrase at all. It's not in major demand, but it's something slick to kind of rank for for his brand image. Um, Okay, so I want to include a few examples of stuff that's not in medium. So that's a pattern. So I, I keep stressing that if you're working with a startup, a brand new company, and you want to rank them and get lots of traffic in Google, get them page one, give them a lot of traffic, get some email subscribers for them to use medium.com, to use their domain authority, because anybody can publish on there. It does not matter where you publish on the domain, with a publication, without a publication, self publication, create your own publication, does not matter, okay? Just be on that domain, because it's equivalent to the New York Times domain authority, which means it has massive SEO juice. Okay, but, you know, here's the challenge can you rank an article without using medium well obviously because i'm looking at my seo tools and i'm finding keyword phrases that are medium to easy to rank for so there's a company called aj smart they're what 20 30 million dollar company they're huge company they only work with billion dollar brands i'll show you who they are and they decided to work with me And so you can see like they're a consulting company and they only work with the big dogs. So, you know, I put an article out and I I ranked this article about this Oak Meditation app that they helped with number one. Okay, and then I also create an article for their design sprint um, course. So that's what they do. They're a company that has design sprint consultancy. So I put it on their blog, which is called WorkShopper. They have a separate site for their blog Called workshopper if you if you go up here and it goes to blog it kind of goes to workshopper and so that's where this article is so i wrote this and so it's it doesn't matter that it doesn't say my name on it but they know i wrote it i know i wrote it but i wrote it for them okay um they they wrote the introduction which is why it's kind of peppy it's like the first Two one first paragraph, I think, but I wrote all the rest and it's like a 7,000 word article. So it ranks number one because it's so big and useful. If you only need to, to look at one article for design sprint, this is it. I made the ultimate guide for design sprint. That's what ranks highly useful, authoritative, comprehensive tools or uh, articles. And so this, you know, people will bookmark this, they will share it. It's uh i don't like the the way their blog is how narrow it is it looked way better on medium but yeah this is if you only needed one article that's the one and so i also rank for design sprint for beginners design sprint guide ultimate design sprint guide you you get the picture because of nlp okay so all the synonyms so i'm ranking under google that's google's site uh, google ventures Mine's article number two. So design sprint. So here, here's kind of what's happening. I rank a lot of keywords that are on a cut edge, cutting edge of being really popular, not quite popular yet, or some of them are on the verge of breaking out. So I, I want to get ahead of the curve and I seek out clients that are in new technology and because they're in new technology or new industries or, you know, fast accelerating industries there's not a whole lot of massive keyword competition for what they want to rank for so that's one of the secrets of how i choose clients and niches one is i love business and anything to do with business especially online SaaS tech business i'm into cryptocurrency all that cutting edge stuff and so i seek out companies that are doing that these companies and a lot of a lot of them are funded like venture backed angel seed funded they are looking, I, I tell them, you either can rank by word of mouth, which is very limited, very finite. Uh, you can rank organically. So content, video and articles and whatnot, or you can pay for it. Uh, the pay, you know, paid ads like Facebook, Google, Pinterest, Instagram, that gets really, really expensive. And as soon as you turn off that, that ad spend, the clicks stop. And so they want to actually rank for both. They won't actually want to do organic as much as possible and then they pay uh, pay that uh, PPC as much as possible. They want to be in both camps. And then you know of course word of mouth that's a given. But uh what I've seen is like an 80-20 kind of rule is that they spend uh, 20% of their ads their their marketing budget on PPC and 80% on SEO and content organically. That is ideal. When they come to me they're they're the, the reverse. They're spending 80% of their money on ads and in 20% of content. So I try to get them to flip the script or at least go 50-50 because you know you want to have staying power uh, with, your, with organic searches. Plus someone who's searching for it, that's I think a higher quality, in some cases a higher quality lead or prospect, uh, more high quality than like say clicking on ad. But that's hypothetical. Um, Don't quote me on that. So what I want to talk about lastly is that when you work with startups or people kind of breaking out or newly funded companies, if you want to give them massive traffic, uh, massive clicks and maybe down the line conversion for some revenue, definitely start them off on uh, medium.com. Okay, get them published there for first two, three, four articles and then write their for pillar posts like epic guys ultimate guys or brand journalism these long pieces do your first two to four uh, pieces of content on medium.com but then originate those on their website like i did with aj smart on workshopper.com or start the article there and then wait a week and then import that article to Medium using the import tool, not cut and paste, but the import tool and get it in front of, you know, the eyeballs and demographic there, cause they'll still get massive traffic. So that's what I would do and start originating more of the content there. So in the beginning I'll put like two to four major pillar post pieces of a new client on medium. And then I'll get them in a blog package where I'm doing short pieces, short pieces of content, like maybe 800 words, 700 words, sometimes even 900 words, but I'll do many of those and I'll, I'll give, that'll be a package. Maybe it'll be like three, five, $6,000 because you can't just have pillar posts all the time. You need fresh content. Google's algorithm, it looks at fresh content and I'll originate those on the actual blog uh, client site. So the pillar posts on medium, the, and then I, back, I, I backlink the smaller pieces to the pillar posts, the smaller pieces that are starting on the client sites, they're backlinked to the pillar posts and vice versa. And so that's really helpful. But eventually over time, they're going to quit Medium, uh, they're they going to quit originating and starting all their content on Medium and doing it all on their site, the pillar posts and the shorter pieces of, of content. And those are still back interlinked online, linked to each other on that same site. Uh, but eventually they can have a publication on medium and it can be kind of like their backup backup blog just to get in the eyes get in front of the eyes of uh, people on medium the Jotform ceo does this perfectly what he's doing is perfect he originates meaning he starts and first publishes all his major and small content on his own website jotform.com he waits a week or two imports them through the import tool on medium medium has an import tool he imports it it puts a canonical url on it which means that google won't penalize it for duplicate content so it's all you know seo wise is perfect and then he'll get published in the startup so he'll get thousands and thousands of eyeballs on that piece of content that sends him back to Jotform because he backlinks back to his home site so that's great for an established company company that has traffic that has a domain authority north of like say 60 that is great for companies that are established like that but for co- companies that have a low domain authority they're just starting out they need massive traffic they, they want some sales maybe coming in i would start them off on medium and put several of the pillar posts these remarkable fantastic highly useful ultimate guides or brand journalism articles on medium and then backlink to the smaller posts on their own site so that's a plan that's worked i call it the the da swap the domain authority swap and that's something that's worked a lot and it starts with getting the right keyword phrases that are attainable and as you see i've ranked some of these keywords on medium within weeks sometimes even days to be honest with you i've ranked page one number one within like four days once that's not typical usually takes several weeks Sometimes it could take a few months, but you can see that I've ranked basically dozens and dozens and dozens of keyword phrases to page one from medium.com. And I suspect that not a lot of people know what I know, but even when they do know, it won't matter. When everybody kind of finds out this trick, the secret of starting on Medium, it won't matter because remarkable content will still outrank other content. You understand so even if you started you wanted to outrank me on sma well you'd have to write a better article than me it had to be better research had to have more backlinks etc 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 plus what i'm not telling you which is only in my course is about half of the formula actually it's it's probably half of the formula more is that i have a secret robust article launching and traction program that i'll probably never share online because it's kind of the secret to, to what i do so I'm going to charge people for that. But the other half of it, besides being smart and publishing on high domain authority sites like medium, um, you know, HuffPo works as well though. uh, Besides publishing on high DA sites is that you have to have a plan so your article doesn't fall flat on its face and it gets massive traffic. And so I have a way to launch it, which gives it that initial spike and then the SEO comes in and gives it the rest of the spike or the rest of the long term results. So I have a short term and long term plan for it to stay number one and keep getting traffic every single day. So that's why clients are willing to say, OK, I understand that you cost three, four or five times the average content writer, but I'm willing to pay three, four or five times more to get three, five, four times more results. People are paying for these results and they're loving it and they're coming back for more business And they come back for my students business right now. I just gave not I didn't give a uh, student a client, but I I subcontracted them to do the the small blog package because I said I just wanted to do the the pillar posts. But that's how exciting it is. Um, I'm I'm not alone on this. There are a lot of people doing this. I know there's a lot of skepticism out there. I'm not making up the the number four hundred thirteen billion dollar content marketing industry. You can look at TechNavio's research on it people companies clients they are seeing value in long-form content and they're buying it by the truckload okay so i'm not the only one that does this it's a completely validated market you just gotta know how to do it and so the one thing i have to say about that and it's one of the problems i'm kind of seeing with new freelance writers is that don't pitch a client until you have a really good portfolio do a couple pro bono gigs and not just like do free articles and that's it I'm saying do a couple really great, remarkable articles that get good results, that get massive traffic, that get massive op- email opt-ins, that get you know, massive engagement, like get a couple case studies. You know, If you follow my program, you'll, you'll get that, you'll do that. If you're in my course, you should just follow ABC, you'll, you'll do it. But I'm saying do two case studies where you get highly desirable client results. Okay, so once you have those two case studies under your belt, then you can command some of these higher prices for articles. Six, seven, eight, nine, a thousand, fifteen hundred, three thousand. I got a student that's asking for five thousand dollars an article and he's getting it. So it's definitely based around. See, I don't like to do hard sales. My sales is basically me giving the client the portfolio saying, yeah, do you like these results? Well, here's a couple case studies we got this results in your niche, in your industry. So you want to play ball, let's play ball but it's not hard sales. It's like, here is the scientific proof. I tracked my links. Here's my bit.ly. I got this client 3000 links or 3000 clicks to their landing page that converted that 5%. That is the hard sell. But people have, that are having problems getting clients and, and it's because of, they think it's maybe because of their pitching skill It might be sales is really hard, but more importantly, have a really good portfolio. And all your sales pitch woes will kind of go to the wayside because you don't have to be a super slick salesperson to do what I do. I actually hate sales. If that was all I did, I'd, I'd really hate it. But um, I, I don't try to dupe anybody. I just give them the science. I just say, here's some results that I got. So that's kind of the secret. I, I just gave you like three or four secrets. But that's kind of the secret. Um, publishing on Medium, building up a client portfolio, showing people that something works you know, great case studies. That, that's really how I do things. It is not rocket science. My stuff is never going to win a, an award for brand journalism, probably. I mean, I don't think it will. I'm not Malcolm Gladwell. We all know that. But, you know, if I can do it, I think a lot of people can do it. And you don't have to be college educated or perfect grammar. You just have to have the persistence to keep doing it and, and doing it in the right sequence. Hey, listen to somebody who's done it before don't listen to some you know somebody that that just is trying to sell you that you know making money on medium is the only way to go a few people are making great money on medium that's been on a steady decline since like five months ago they're still making fantastic money some of them but that's a, that becomes a smaller pool every day every day so I don't know what's going up with them. I have a reason uh, to believe that maybe like another platform will come along and, and maybe Medium will go to the wayside. But what will remain? What will be still standing? Great content, okay? And content buyers want that, okay? They want somebody with that could deliver great results. So that's how you do it, okay? That is how you do it. I hope this has helped. I rambled on too long. Thank you so much for watching. This is Peyton of WritingIncomeAccelerator.com. I'll talk to you later. Have a fantastic day.